you have any topics for the podcast? We never have any topics. Maybe we should try to do topics. I don't know. It would Top- seem a little more forced, though. Gotta this- make things topical. Well, I mean, the stuff we do is a topic. Yeah. <laughs> like this shitty game about looking at, like, camera footage. Yeah. We'll get to that, obviously. Is a cosplay night? No? It- oh, right, because the picture <laughs> I chose. <laughs> Did you see the picture I chose for you? Yes. Yeah, so it's just your Skype thing. Yeah. And I had to cut it that way because if I cut it so that more of like you was shown, mm-hmm. it looked like your hands weren't in an inappropriate spot. <laughs> <laughs> and it just... And, like... It sounds funny until you realize it's a kid, and I yeah. probably would get, like, kicked off <laughs> and put on a list. That's not a list I want to be on. Necessarily, anyway. The, oh, the kicked off Twitch list, you mean? No, I mean <laughs> the everything you do is monitored list. <laughs> oh. Hmm, at least someone's watching. What's that shirt you're wearing? In that picture. Remember? Oh. Might be for a ship or something. I don't know. Did you love ships? My mom worked at the South Street Seaport Museum at the time. Ah, okay. Giving, like, tours and stuff? No. Um, running, like, an 18th century print shop. Oh, man. That sounds fun. Yeah. So she's a printer? Yep. Nice. Do you ever get her to do prints for you? I've done print stuff with her. Oh, okay. Equipment. What type of stuff do they have there? Well, it was, like, old school, single, like, each letter is, like, a piece of lead type. That kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. We have to set it all by hand. Yeah. Fun? Yeah. It's cool. Would you do it again if given the opportunity? Yep. Do I you mean, still have that opportunity? Yes. <laughs> oh, she, okay. We have like a printing press in our house, so she she does her work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just try, try I, I could new. do something. I just have to think of a. I just have to think of a project to do that I felt like doing. Uh, spending time with. Makes sense. Yep. We're just trying out a different timing. Yeah. Just trying out a different timing. Yeah. I don't know if Sundays will be the day, though. I just kind of didn't want to do one yesterday because I know people were doing their, like, independent thing or something. Independent yeah, Fourth, thing. Fourth of July was a thing, so. Yeah. And that we Sun- didn't re- I didn't really occur to me <laughs> when we were talking about moving into this weekend, but whatever. How was your Fourth of July? Fourth of July was fine. I had fa- uh, dinner with family and then ignored the fireworks. And then ignored the fireworks. Yeah. Nice. Are they near your house? They're really close. Um, The thing, so when I was younger, there was a, like one summer, there was like an international fireworks competition, like right near where I live, because I live near this Liberty State Park, Mm -hmm. which is huge. And these where they set off fireworks usually. And it was so fucking incredible. It kind of ruined fireworks for me forever. 
because it was so much better than any of the fireworks I'll ever see again. And I was a little kid, so it was that much better. Cool. Also, we have, like, fireworks go off around here, like, all the time at, like, random days. You're just like, what? Why are there fireworks today? That doesn't make any sense. What? Do you go out and buy fireworks? No, there's nowhere to buy fireworks here. Oh. That's that's not a thing. There are enough fireworks they put out of high quality. Yeah, but you can't shoot those fireworks at your friends. Yeah. Which is why you can't buy them, right? (laughs) There's not enough space for that over here. Oh, yeah, because you're all in, like, major city territory. What... How close is, like, how far would you have to drive to get to just nothingness? Like, an open field where you can see city for, like, as far as you could see. I mean, not that far. Because, like, New Jersey is pretty rural for the most part. Uh I mean, it's called called the Garden State for a reason. Uh So it's like a a day's drive. Like, less, less than a day's drive. A day's drive?! Less, less, less. Like, I mean, you go for, like, a day trip where you drive out to, like, the swamp. It's, it's mostly swamp land around here, so you drive into the swamp, and then you could drive back. It'd just be, like, a couple hours, really. See, it's weird to me because I can drive 15 minutes <laughs> and yeah. do that, but because there's way more country than city population mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. And there's just, like, you could drive for three hours and not see anything, <laughs> depending on which way you mm-hmm. go here. But it's also because, like, New Jersey, like, the way you get anywhere is a highly trafficked highway. Uh, it's like most people think of New Jersey as a garbage city because all they ever <laughs> see of it is a, a garbage state is because all they ever see of it is the the turnpike, which is, like, this highway. And it's all, like, oil. It's all, like, re- machine refinery places on the side of it. <laughs> it looks like just – it looks like you're in, like, the – fucking robot city from the matrix or something are you kind of that's cool i like robot cities we don't have any here Mm. all our cities are people Mm. it's too bad robots are way more efficient robots are pretty cool yeah and people are pretty not (laughs) at all yeah yeah they're like slimy and they Skin flakes everywhere. Gross. Builds up dirt. Gross. Dirt oils. Gross. Dirt is nothing but skin flakes. Flies just land on us and just start rubbing their hands because they're like, oh, this is gross. Yeah. I wish I, like, lived in a place that was just sealed so nothing could get in, (laughs) including air. (laughs) It doesn't sound like you'd be there very long. (laughs) But it would be the best couple minutes of my life. Mm. Would it? I don't know. Actually, I don't think suffocating is really that fun because it would be really white with like nothing in it. Also, you would be there. Yeah, you're pretty gross already. So, well, I would, would have just kind of ruin it. I would have to be like go through one of those rooms, like a decontamination room or something. But even still, like you're just fucking dripping shit all the time. Like, yeah, I mean. That's one of the things you would want to do, right? If you go into, like, a perfectly clean place, you would just want to do something to mess it up instantly. Mm-hmm. Just so it feels... I don't think people are meant to be in, like, 
surgical steel white places. No. Because you will go crazy and just start smearing your own feces on the wall to make it feel, like, colorful somehow. There's a reason, uh, isolation is considered torture, basically. Yeah. It's not, it's not, solitary confinement is bad. (laughs) I don't know why they do that. Like, for jail and stuff? Because it's easier. I guess, but it kind of, like... It's horrible. It's fucked up. It's basically taking somebody who also who already has a disregard for like laws and human life, and then making them a psychopath in the process. Yes. Yep. So. Hey, you saw a movie about that. I did, cool. and kind of played a video game that revolved around psychopaths. <laughs> uh, true. Yeah. Anyways, welcome. It's the Burning Barrel Podcast, episode 153. I don't know why I'm saying the episode number, because I've never done that before, but I am pulling with Ms. Hank. <laughs> Hello! It's getting too easy to intro, where I don't even think, <laughs> as I'm talking, the words <laughs> just flow. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate that it's so, like, we're talking about surgical. It's, like, mechanical now. Mm-hmm. Like anyway. Your- your mouth takes over from your brain. It's the same thing with like TDP <laughs> when we're saying like where you can write in. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just like all just mechanical now. It's kind of like running podcasting. Speedrun podcasting. Yeah, we're done. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Personal best. <laughs> Personal best. Three hours. <laughs> People can beat Final Fantasy VII in less time than we can podcast. Nice. That's actually true, though. Yeesh. Yeah. Watched the Final Fantasy VII speedrun. I don't either, because they're boring. Like, they're yeah. really, really boring. I don't... RPG speedruns just sounds like a lot of boring, and then some ridiculous skip, and then done. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't like speedruns where there is a glitch to just, like, get to the end and win, which is mm-hmm. why I don't like the Ocarina of Time one either. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that are like I'm playing the whole game fast. That's why I like a hundred percent runs. I don't like the any percent at all. Yeah, because like, I mean, sure, if I wanted to see the end of the game really fast, I could just create a code to fucking get to the end of the game or something. Yeah. But <laughs> I want to see you play the whole thing skillfully for like eight hours. It depends on the uh, the length of the speed run for me. Uh-huh. Like if there's a glitch to take down a three-hour speed run to 30 minutes, um, as long as it's still like lengthy, I'm I'm kind of okay with it. That's kind of why I like the Super Mario 3 speed run, a game mm-hmm. that could potentially take you a couple hours being beaten in less than five minutes. Yeah, is really really satisfying. Yeah, those speed runs are like those were like an impetus for me becoming yeah. better at games. Honestly. <laughs> Any new records on Spider-Man? Nah, I haven't played it in a couple days at this point. Yeah, you're probably rusty the, now. The, la- the last, well, the last time that I was playing it, I wasn't. I kept fucking up, so it was kind of like, okay, I actually need to take a break from the game for a little bit, and then I'll probably come back better. Right. It's just one of those you need a you need a time away from the thing. Yeah, understandable. Because I was overthinking it. Sure. Uh, speaking of video games, I played Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. More Batman. importantly, I finished it. <laughs> Whoa. I am done Arkham Knight. So I need to clarify, I didn't do any side stuff at all because mm. I hate that shit. 
which is exactly why I still like Asylum more, even though there was side stuff. It mm-hmm. wasn't all... It wasn't, like, 90% of the game is doing side missions, and only 10% is, like, the story stuff, which is what this is, like, City was, and I think Origins is like that, too. I'm yeah. not sure, though. I never played Origins, and people say I don't have to. But anyways, I did the 10% that matter to me of this game, which is still... I think it was roughly about eight hours of that, doing hmm. that stuff. And, um, yeah, that, oh, man, that story goes kind of crazy. Not because of, like, what's actually happening in the story, because mm-hmm. it's all kind of basic stuff, like bad guy doing bad things, Batman trying to stop him, and then a big cliffhanger thing that happens at the end sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a classic superhero specifically batman trope basically everything in this game is but the way they get there is kind of weird i I don't know if i want to talk spoilers but let's just say the joker has a huge part in all of this but like not really because he's dead Mm -hmm. or whatever but like people know by now that the joker's in this right like that's not a secret that well no i mean there's, you can't see gameplay of this game without kind of knowing that, unless it's Batmobile stuff, pretty much, right? Sure, yeah. Um, I like even if you played Arkham City, the fact that Batman is like afflicted with that disease or whatever, that the Joker is as well. Like, there's a Joker disease sort of thing, so people mm. are like becoming him. Like, that's one of the side story things that's going on in the main story, that there's, like, this disease, and it's, like, tracked down to certain a certain group of people, and they're all in captivity because Batman found them and doesn't want the Joker shit getting loose, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that... So, the Joker's in this, and he is in it a lot, and there's a weird thing they do with him at the very end. Like, really weird, but I like it. Also, so, so, I just it, got my coffee, so thank you. Yeah, like the one surprising thing is, I think Mark Hamill had previously said he was done playing the Joker, mm-hmm. like with uh, City, I think. Yeah, when he wasn't in Origins, but he's back doing it again. <laughs> he kind of has to be, because, like yeah, for example, there's one work. part where the Joker is singing to you while mm-hmm. you're doing it. Like you need. For all the stuff that has the Joker in this game, you need somebody that is so familiar with that character that they can just become that character to do whatever you throw at them. Mm-hmm. And bringing in a rookie or something or somebody who hasn't done like his whole career based on this sort of thing would probably have a hard time. Whereas Mark Hamill obviously just came in and collected a paycheck and it's still great. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of other people have played the Joker by this point in terms of voice acting stuff, but not yeah, well. Mark Hamill is the best. He is. He really is. And yeah, I'm really glad that he's doing his thing in this because he is with you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he like a lot. <laughs> he is fucking everywhere at some points. Kind of seems like too much Joker. What I've seen. I but... tend to agree. Actually, I, like, don't get me wrong, I love the Joker because of how fucking crazy he is. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where it's just like, this is too much of a good thing. <laughs> like, this yeah. is way I too mean, much. My favorite Joker stories in comics are ones that basically 
hold him as like a thing that's uh, as like gonna happen, and he only comes in at the very end and just fucks shit up. <laughs> There's. But, have you seen the ending for this game? Um, I haven't. No, I haven't watched it. Okay. I just know who the Arkham Knight is. That was like the one thing I wanted to look up spoilers for and make sure. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, regarding that, for anybody who reads, has ever read the comics or knows anything about, like, Batman lore or, like, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know who it is. <laughs> like, trust me. You know that dude who you're thinking it could probably be him? It is. Yeah. That is who it is. So, yeah. Um, the Batmobile still feels fine. I don't know what people are bitching about, and that's not true, actually, as I said that. I'm wrong, because I know what people are bitching about. The Batmobile itself is a totally fine mechanic in this game. The problem is they focus too much of their gameplay design around it. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like the cool thing you can do. It is the thing you have to do to progress, which I hate, especially in an open-world game where they Mm -hmm. allow... Where in City, you were kind of given everything that you could do, and it was just kind of like, well, use your stuff to, like, go around the city and make sure everything's okay by the end. And this, it's like, no, you need the Batmobile for this part. You just straight up do. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I think all the Riddler challenges need the Batmobile, as far as side stuff That's goes. why I didn't do them at all. Yeah. Yep. Yep, like, so, there you go. I, I've heard... But I think there's, isn't there like a, I think there's a secret ending if you do do all that shit, but I've I heard see that. from people who did it that it wasn't worth it. <laughs> I'll probably just look up a video of it, to be yeah, completely that, honest. That sounds like a way better proposition. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, my problem with the, my problem like with the Arkham games, other than the fact that I just didn't like playing Asylum, so I never, like I just didn't like how it played, personally, um, was how like that what I like about Batman stuff mm-hmm. is like the world and the way different parts of it interact. And like with the setup for these games where everyone le- evac- leaves the city and it's just criminals, like they lose they just lose all that. It doesn't have any of the dynamics of like the Bat universe that makes me care about it. Sure. Cuz okay. part of my thing with Batman is that Batman himself as a as a a un- individual thing and the joker himself as an individual thing aren't that interesting it's just they're like pillars that support this whole world that i really like yeah there's there's some cool things though with like the villains in this game interacting with each other Mm -hmm. so you still kind of get a little bit of like there are more sides to this than just like evil like there's different there's different like degrees of like how bad these people are maybe mm-hmm. like for example at one point poison ivy is just straight up trying to help you because like scarecrow is fucking insane and going to kill everything yeah. so <laughs> it's kind of one of those things that's like well i don't like you but like we should probably not let everything here die <laughs> mm-hmm. so there's different varying degrees of like their different involvement of mm. what oh for fuck's sakes there is a spider here apparently um spider-man's pretty great <laughs> anyways <laughs> so like there is a little bit of world stuff going on but i know what you mean there isn't just like 
it isn't the same as in like Grand Theft Auto or something when there's say two gangs shooting out and there's innocent civilians driving by or some like there isn't other people to really fill yeah. out the empty space, which is also a problem I had with city and stuff as well. Cause mm. you, it doesn't make sense that you would have any of that in asylum, but yet you still did because you had the guards that were still trying to survive in asylum. Mm. Yeah. So like, I don't know. This is one of also one of the problems I've had with their open world take on all of this stuff is that they basically just, there's no point in making it open world because they empty out the world anyway. Yeah. And, what they're doing is they're making it more like you have to traverse this city to get to what you want to do rather than like making the city an interesting part of the game. Yeah. It's like the, it's the worst part of what open world games became after GTA three, basically Hmm. why like every game had to be open world, even if they had no plan for what to fill it with. Yeah. I, that's why I will always say Asylum is the better game out of all of these because it feels directed and like it has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Whereas all of these just feel like we have to give people a reason to pay sixty dollars, which is not the way I like people to, or not the way I like development to go for games. Like I want the reason to be that I'm interested enough in this thing and you give me like what you think is cool, not mm-hmm. like padding. I don't want filler, which is <laughs> filling what, out. Yeah, filling out your game with collect-a-thon bullshit is not... Which not is why I have better. a problem with Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> like, this is the problem. And as much as I really like the aesthetic of uh, City in Colors or whatever, that uh, last Tinker game, it's the same reason I haven't gone back to play that is because it's very collect-a-thon-y. Mm-hmm. And those games have an audience. I'm just not it. So I can understand some people liking going around collecting Riddler trophies for 20 hours of their eight-hour game. But yeah. that's not me at all. I want to see the story arc that Batman faces, the different villains that are part of it, like his triumph for his failures and the failures and triumphs of the villains. I want to see all of the story. I don't care mm-hmm. about the fluff pieces. Yeah, like if you're, if there's like a big open space, I want like d- dynamic systems that where stuff is happening. I don't need static events, right? That are like, I don't, I don't need to play Donkey Kong sixty four again. Okay, I did that. I don't need to do it again. I played that game for an hour and turned it off. That was that was a fine choice. Like the thing with the boss fights were cool. It just took fucking hours to get to them. Sure, and that's kind of how Batman is, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. Is that there are a lot of parts where you are just fighting thugs for like half an hour, and then the next half an hour of that mission is doing your Batmobile tank stuff. Mm. And that stuff is really cool in little spurts. But I mean, this isn't a spoiler because if you've played any video game ever, you know how it's going to end, basically. The ending stuff is basically like a two hour long fight a thon <laughs> as mm. Batman. <laughs> And, like, that stuff is cool when it's interspersed with, like, other cool stuff going on. It's not so cool when it becomes a fighting game at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Uh, I still really liked what that game did right, though. Like, what it did right, it got right on. And um, it's kind of weird. It mixed some stuff from the move from the Nolan movies in there a little bit. And that's really weird to me. Like... Some 
specific lines even <laughs> feel Weird. ripped out. Like Gordon or Commissioner Gordon talking about like seeing a five year old kid or whatever after his parents have just been gunned down, like, that line feels almost straight ripped out of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. It was really weird to me. And there's... Yeah, the part of these these games that feel like they're just... They're not trying to be their own thing. They're trying to, like, just remix in all, all these different popular ideas of Batman or, like, moments it sort of frustrates me as someone who's super familiar with all that stuff and doesn't need to see it again. The thing is... Like, I don't need to see the killing joke again. I really don't. Okay, but there is a great callback to the killing joke. I've I saw that part, and I'm just, like I I'm so I don't really like the killing joke as a comic book anymore. No, I don't, even like I don't think you saw the part I'm talking about. Oh, there. Okay, there's straight up a point where like there's a weird hallucination, and the Joker is driving his own version of the Batmobile, mm-hmm. <laughs> and his like barrage of killing everybody is called the killing joke. That I thought that was like little nods like that are fine to me, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where, I mean, he didn't even rape her. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. He's the Joker. He's supposed to be the craziest asshole ever, and he is. And that's enough for me for this game, really. But yep. there's some weird fan servicey stuff. The problem is if you're more familiar with Batman stuff, you want to see more deep cuts for stuff you thought was cooler. That's the thing, right? It's not so much that there's, like, fan servicey stuff that, like, yeah, I've seen the killing joke, or I've read the killing joke, I know all this stuff. It's, why don't you show me something from, like, issue 153, or some like, pick out, like, your favorite thing. Like, why didn't you show this part? Because that part was way cooler, or something. Mm-hmm. It's and- also, like, I'm, with the the way the movies have gone and stuff, I'm kind of over serious dark batman like silly batman has been way more appealing to me like i really like that stupid that brave and the bold cartoon <clears throat> i never saw it it did a lot of they have an episode that's all referencing the, those uh like silver age comic book superman covers like there's a superman episode where mm. like he burns jimmy olsen's sweater he gives him like just dumb shit it goes super super silver agey and silly with it while still having Batman is sort of like a I think there's a place for both that really works. Yeah. The idea of Batman yeah. is just ridiculous though. Yeah. It always has been. So I mean, it was a weird really cool I mean, it was revolutionary when they turned this idea from the world's greatest de- re- world's greatest detective that dresses up like a bat and uses a handgun to being like a tortured soul who dresses like a bat to like basically intimidate his foes and stuff like that and be like all serious if mm. that was a revolutionary thing they need to do something new i do agree with you like so yeah my so my appeals are are either that end of like the silly end of it or specific character stuff like i i really like the world of the bat universe when you fleshed out all like the his ally stuff like sure i think that stuff's really interesting but where there are like three robins or whatever but <laughs> Black with Evil is saying, what do you guys think of Predator and Mortal Kombat X that comes out Tuesday? It's kind of the same thing, I think, where Mortal or Mortal Kombat started off as kind of like a, almost like a self-serious thing, went silly, and then came back to a serious storyline arc. 
So I'm not really sh- like, what would you think if they did something like that with Batman with what they're doing with uh, like Mortal Kombat? Just they have like a serious side to them, but they kind of do some silly DLC things. Like, what if Arkham Knight had some DLC where you're just doing some like you have like a uh, bat shark repellent or something and you have to go find somebody in the ocean and you have to use your shark repellent like just silly batman things in the like serious universe do you think that would not work for something like that or? i think it would be i don't i don't think it would be a big deal i feel like like the far cry uh, whatever their standalone game i'm blanking on the name it was all neon. Blood Dragon or whatever. Blood Dragon, yeah. They like set a precedent that you can do like a DLC thing that's just fucking fucking weird. Like DLC, you, you're way more free to do that stuff. It just, but also because there's precedent there, it wouldn't be particularly interesting. It would like be that would be neat, I guess. But because you know, Batman has to have like kind of a sense of humor about some stuff, right? Like otherwise, he yeah. wouldn't dress like a fucking bat. <laughs> yeah, he would just have like just, a black yeah. hood on and like execute people if he did. Yeah, I I just feel like the the amount of popularity he has in like normal pop culture prevents them from really doing interesting stuff with him. So you think that because of how well um, Miller's original take on the Dark Knight and stuff and how it's evolved into what it is now has made it the safe way to make money, so they're not going to take any chances with it. You know, and in Frank Miller in particular is a writer I'm totally over. Like, I just, I'm so sick of his stuff. Dude. Even, even his yes. old stuff. Yeah. No, I, I mean, he's done some great stuff. He really yeah. has. But and he did it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I still really like Sin City. That was like, the peak of where okay he can do this and now he can do other stuff when he writes regular characters because he's gotten this out of his system but nope he just kept getting dumber and dumber hmm that's fair yeah who's the guy that did Watchmen again Alan Moore yeah I don't like him very much either I'm also totally over him Although I do still like Watchmen. I do like Watchmen a lot, but... Watchmen's really good, but... That dude is praised as, like, the best fucking literature artist ever, and that's not... I don't agree at all. No. Like, a lot of Watchmen, I... When not enough credit goes to the artist for Watchmen, Dave Gibbons, because part of what's amazing about that thing are the layouts... Yeah, and Alan Moore's scripts did not describe layouts. They're like he wrote like poetry, and they had to like decipher it and turn it into a comic book. I hear he's like, kind of an are... asshole too. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. He's fucking insane. He is. I he yes, child, he is insane. Basically, child pornography with his wife. Comic <clears> book. <throat> yeah. No. Like, I don't know. I don't understand. I think it's people trying to feel smarter than they are. Just like touting him as a great like literary genius or something. Watchmen is a great comic book. It's also weird to me how many people say like you should start with Watchmen. Watchmen is like deconstructionist fiction. Like it's not you don't start with that. It's like the thing that's taking apart superhero stuff. It's just yeah. There was a time there where he was pretty good though, because Watchmen and Killing Joe came out within like the same two year period ish. Mm-hmm. So like, well, it's w- also like mm-hmm. what frustrates. He wrote a lot of a lot of the stuff he wrote for DC. They're like so married to. Yeah, 
they like just keep bringing back stuff from his stories, and it's like make up your own interesting characters. God damn it, you don't have to keep going back to his. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I think people watched that movie, V for Vendetta specifically. Yeah, and then they just jumped on a bandwagon <laughs> after that. I don't know. I like Scott Snyder recently. He's been one of my go-tos for stuff. Fair enough. I haven't been that into his stuff because I really liked what was going on with the Bat Universe before they <laughs> rebooted to the New 52. <laughs> and they basically lost all of that. So it sure. just made me sad. I like the what they've been doing they've with done, the New 52. The thing that they did past it was uh, the series Little Gotham, which was like a Batman kids book that I really liked. That yeah. had like all those characters and stuff in it. That was fun. Yeah. If you were to have kids, would you yeah. intru- like would you just introduce them to the silly side of Batman that we kind of got when we were growing up? First? Um and let them find serious Batman later. I mean, Batman the animated series is pretty serious. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about But I mean, that's like how I got introduced to Batman. <laughs> really? I got introduced yeah. through the Adam West stuff. Cuz that was on every day after school. See, that was never, like, on TV where I was. It wasn't until Batman the Animated Series that I really got into him. That's really a shame. I think maybe you would have had a different outlook then if you had gotten the silly stuff first and then, like, went to the serious stuff after that because then it's just like, holy shit, this is a huge change. Animated to the serious stuff isn't that big of a change. Batman the Animated Series is just a great cartoon. It is. but it's and it has Adam West. Of, it does have plenty of silly stuff, but you're right. It's not as silly as Adam West. Adam West is really <laughs> Adam West silly. is the first uh, guest star on The Simpsons. He had eyebrows. Very <laughs> influential his... for The Simpsons writers. Yeah, dude. He's like he's great. The fact that he's in Family Guy makes me mad because I hate fucking Seth <laughs> MacFarlane. Uh, speaking of someone who just keeps writing the same shit over and over again. Mm. I think his uh, bubble's bursting a little bit, though. Because I haven't met many people that are really into seeing Ted 2. I didn't like Ted 1 at all. I did watch it eventually, even though I knew I probably wouldn't like it, and I Mm. actually really didn't like it. So, Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it, because I'm so sick of his stuff. So sick of it. Yep. So sick. Um, Other than that, I played Her Story, which you gifted me. So thank you for that, because I would not have spent money on that even though I was interested in it at the time. And yep. now that I've played it, I probably still wouldn't spend money on it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's an expensive game or anything. No, it's like not, but um, it's something I think you could actually watch somebody play, like a Let's Play of, because you don't have the control or agency over what you're seeing, but mm-hmm. it kind of a- doesn't matter in the end. It depends how much you personally like the just the going down a a, a, a hole, of, hole with search engine stuff. Like, yeah. if you just enjoy that process anyway, which I do, I think it, it works fine. Sure. But, but yeah, and I just like that it, it captured that. Like, the limits on it to five, where it limits you, you only get the first five results. I get why they did that, because it still forces you to come up with better search terms. I do understand that, but I don't... Go down the hole. I don't really like it, because I like... 
this is why I like Google and YouTube and stuff like that. I like being able to get a million results for something I put in and just looking through them. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, when Sean was talking about it and saying that could be a little daunting, I didn't think of it that way really personally. But I'm sure it could be for somebody that just wants, like, to keep going down a specific, like, idea or whatever. There were a few times where... I would type in something in that game, bring up five videos, and, like, in the span of watching those two or three videos of the five, I would get, like, five other keywords I wanted to search. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely see it's more of a directed experience by making it so you only have five, but at the same time, I kind of would have preferred... Like, I had a pad and pencil out writing down Mm -hmm. keywords I wanted to search. Yeah, so... So... I would have preferred just being able to watch 60 videos with, like, dude's name in it. I can't remember his name mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have it would have had to be a much longer game for that to work, though. Yeah. And it's it's it's, it's pretty short. Um, it's actually it's way longer than I thought it would be, though. I do have to give it credit. Mm-hmm. There's way more video stuff in there than I thought they would do. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it is pretty short. Um, you played it as well, so why don't you talk? I talked a little bit about it on TDP, so why don't you go ahead? Yeah, so apparently one of the places this game came from was him working on some other game that I don't think ever came to fruition. I think it was done, but he had done, like, she, this actress, I forget her name, had done, like, tryouts to get the part, and they they were blown away by her her trying, but a lot of her performance was in little visual things that didn't come across when she voice acted, so he wanted to make a game that could capture, <laughs> like, physical tech stuff in, okay. per- in a performance. Like, that was sort of, that was one of his impetuses, and the other was liking cop procedural stuff and just wanting to make, a like, an interview, a game based around that sort of interrogation rooms thing. So a question talks I a have- lot about it. About um, homicide life on the street in the interview I listened to, which is a fucking amazing show. Yeah, it is for sure. A question I have for you: yeah. You know how you have the place where you can put videos and like a progress, uh, progression sort mm-hmm. of thing. Did you use that at all? I put stuff there, but I never. Oh no, actually, I, I do remember what I. I didn't have a notepad. What I did was when a search term was in a video that I wanted to search for later, I wrote in a note with that search term and then put that video down there. Okay. So I had my my lineup for stuff I wanted to search. That was how I used it. Okay, because I used it at first to try to put every video I found together by timestamp so I could create like a full thing. Yeah, it doesn't work for that. <laughs> it's it's really bad for that because you don't when you move them around, you don't put them in between stuff. You switch video positions. Oh, wow. So, like, say in your video, let's just go with, like, A, B, C, or D, right? If you mm-hmm. if you wanted to put D between B and C, and you clicked D and dragged over between them, roughly, it would actually switch D with B. So it would be A, D, C, um, then B sort of thing. Like, it would switch videos around. It wouldn't mm-hmm. move them in, like, a sequential order. So... I spent the first half an hour of me playing that game just making videos fit together, mm-hmm. and that is the wrong way to do that. I wasted yeah. so much time doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, don't do not... that. In fact, don't even use that, really. Just, like, enjoy the story. Like, it's kind yeah. of a useless thing. I mean, I it worked for what I was doing with it. 
Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. That was like instead of having a pen and paper, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just I liked some of the aesthetical stuff with just mirroring up like a shitty Windows ninety five PC, and I like that there's a fucking game hidden in the trash bin. Yeah, that's fine. I thought that it was creepy was just... that every now and then you would get a reflection of yourself. Yeah, I. That really freaked me out a few times because I thought something was going to happen. There'd be like somebody behind me, uh, but like yeah, it's not that type of game. <laughs> no, it's um, yeah, that does help for sort of building the the atmosphere and like the way the game will sometimes the music will stinger after you watch a video or something. That's right. all built into what like is actually the story of the game, kind of right. That, so that stuff is okay. But really, I just I found watching the videos compelling. Like, I just was compelled to see not necessarily all the videos, but the particular ones. Sure. Like, a lot of the later ones in, in particular. So I just wanted to... And I just... Even after I'd figured it out, I kind of just wanted to see all those particular videos. So it, it just... It hit me in the right... Like, okay, this is a story game, and I want to see the thing. I want to like just experience this stuff, even though, even though it's not like a particularly difficult thing to figure out, and you're just trying to. It's just about seeing a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, just thought, I just thought it worked on that front, and it it just reminded me well like games that are like the Telltale stuff, just how much they're they're missing that you can do with video, like that just that, that kind of stuff of small nuances in human beings that you we can't capture at all <laughs> sure yeah i i agree with you but i mean okay so this is gonna be kind of a deep cut back to something on the site i would mm-hmm. take this as not a video game <laughs> mm-hmm. or not a game in the way that i would define a game because it is more of just like an experience that you like a interactive experience where you kind of just choose a video and watch it for a bit and then choose different things to look up which is Mm -hmm. totally fine but like i just want to make sure that anybody who's spending money on it know what you're getting into it's not there's no mechanics there's no end like did you solve the crime there's nothing like that at all there's nothing it's all story that's all it is (laughs) so i just want to make sure people are aware of that and th- that's what I thought that tag would be good as, but I know a lot of people used that tag back in the day to just kind of say game shitty ga- games that are shitty aren't games yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like this is where I would actually take it as that because it's more of just an interactive experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the the benefit of separating out interactive experiences from games really. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I do like they're, because they're me- I don't me- care about stories generally, <laughs> at all. Fair enough. Because like, I would rather watch a movie. Uh, it, it depends if a. I just find a lot of people that make stories and games don't do it compellingly. Well, enough. that's. I mean, whatever. I don't even care about like theoretically. I just I found this thing compelling. So like mm. that's what mattered. To it me. was I found compelling. This thing yeah. compelling. Yeah. No, it was compelling, for sure. It's just r- very rare <laughs> that there's a compelling no, like, story in something. Like, I, I mean, I went into it just because 
I'd heard people praising him like, really? Is this really going to be? And I was, I found it compelling. Like, yeah. it, it worked in a way like that I played Gone Home and I was like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I, th- I thought it worked similar to the part of Gone Home that worked also. Like, just searching through stuff. Just that act of typing in a thing and then getting a result. Sure. Like, it's like the part of Gone Home where you're searching out that dad story in different parts. Sure. There's, like, a little bit of, of agency you get. But uh, it's not a lot or anything. Yeah. But, I mean, I, like, it, I don't see it as that different from Telltale games. Like, I don't in either. some ways, it's better because the telltale stuff that tries to gamify it with like action stuff all sucks anyway i agree i actually (laughs) really really don't like telltale games so for the most part there are some that have been good Mm -hmm. i mean life is strange is is falls into that same camp it's not it's gaminess is very very low sure yeah (laughs) yeah it's just the compelling thing yeah, and like, like yeah. they happen to make a compelling thing in this weird format. And Telltale never really makes a compelling thing, honestly. It's too safe with tropes and stuff that you would see in a TV show or, like, a movie or something. Yeah. I think The Wolf Among Us is the one is the one that I'd hold up, but... Sure. It's not that. It's, like, it's revolutionary compared to their other stuff. I just think it's slightly mm-hmm. better. Well, I mean, you like the subject matter more and the world and stuff. I like the characters more. Yeah. yeah. Like just stuff bounced off each other better and it made it more interesting. Yeah. Understandable. What else have you been playing? So I played a bunch of what do I start with? Let's start with Elite Dangerous. Yeah. All right. So I, so the key was I played with Ben yeah, okay. Gave me a shit ton of gold so I could buy a better ship. <laughs> okay. And how do you like the so, better ship? So, well, the first part of that was the way to give people gold is he had to, like, throw it out of his ship and then I had to go catch it, which is hilarious. That's so dumb. Wow. <laughs> it, it's And it's like this little speck and you have to, like, target it and then fly after it and then line it up with your cargo scoop. It's like so ridiculous that it was dumb. It was like, let's make, let's do payday. But like, it's really hard to throw a bag to another person. It makes no sense. in like this futuristic world where everything is digital that you wouldn't have like transfers like electronically through bank accounts. Yeah. It's crazy. That's really, yeah, that's really fucking stupid. Anyways. Okay. (laughs) So Funny though, it, like it was it a way to it was a way to sort of learn the mechanics. Like it ended up being a pretty good tutorial for me to like learn how to fly around. So do you have the flying around part done? Down. I'm I I'm okay at flying around now. Like that it, that is it the feels, first entry. Feels barrier. feels pretty good for me. I can I can land my ship. Although, You're past the main barrier, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then, so we did that, and then we went and. I had a really hard time getting to the same place with us and Spart like that. Sometimes getting around is a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as it maybe like, should be in space, yeah, where there's nothing but blackness and things light years away. Yep, it's just the parts that get frustrating are where you get stuck in gravity around a planet, and you're not like. And you have to like super cruise to an escape vault. There's like all these weird little things you have to do that if you don't know, make it a total drag. And even when you do, 
They're just sort of annoying. Sure. Like when your destination point is on the other side of a fucking planet that you're stuck near, and you're like, oh, God. I have to super cruise away, and you have to know how to unlock your target and get to an escape velocity. It's because it won't let you just jump at any time. Right, yeah. Yeah. So then the next day I played, uh, I just wanted to do a bunch of bulletin board missions, but not shooting missions. I wanted to do, like, find these resources and transport them around. Like, I just wanted to do that because it reminded me of the fucking privateer game I used to play. Okay. That had bulletin board stuff like that. You wanted to do the courier stuff. Yes. Yeah, that stuff's totally fine. Yeah, so that stuff was okay. It was sort of annoying. I got a mission where I had to go find this one kind of medical resource thing. And I was just, all right, I'll just fly around and do do some other missions and maybe I'll come across it. And no place fucking had it that I went. And like a lot of the places I was going just had nothing to buy at their at their commodities market. And I was like, what what's going on here? There's nothing around. So eventually I just went on a website and searched where do you find this thing? And there's like a resource that'll tell you like the closest place to go to find the thing you want. Okay. And that like takes some of the fun out of it, but it makes it way more playable because there are just too many fucking points to go to. I think that should just be integrated into the game. Probably. Why would you not have a GPS or something? <laughs> That like is Google like a, not a thing in nope. this universe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of weird interface stuff with that game. That game has a lot of issues. One yeah. of the one of the things I'm okay with with it is putting on some music and just cruising and doing mm-hmm. like those missions, the courier missions. Yeah, the part that bums me out is like puts like I'm going to a place to land and I can't find like it's a space it's like a satellite space station thing and it's like yep. rotating and I can't find where the landing pad is and there's like eight landing pads on different sides of this rotating yeah. thing yeah it sucks God. that part's yeah that part that part's annoying yep but I, I finally have had a good time with that game so that happened okay I lost some hours just cruising around that is cool. a good way to lose hours sure it's it's time. Sure. I also played a bunch of Digimon Digital Card Battle. Why? Because I wanted to practice. I wanted to just... I actually streamed it. I just wanted to play a PlayStation game. Oh, okay. That's a game I really like. So I streamed that at some middle of the night. <laughs> sure, okay. It was just fun. Uh, I like that game. It's like a cool little card battler thing. That's I have on the never seen it. It is mostly like you're putting out monsters, like a single monster, and then you're trying to get to like down three of your opponent's monsters before he downs three of yours. And sometimes you can digivolve them by making them stronger and basically replenishes all their health and stuff. And then they're, they're modifier cards. Like your monster cards can also work as modifier cards. So they have like different mm-hmm. effects and stuff. The okay. other cool thing about it is you always want to be playing your cards or like discarding them because every turn you fill up your hand back to five. Oh, okay. So you sort of always have you always have resources. You're always going to have a monster out because you don't like have a life total or anything. It's all about supporting these monsters that you're putting out. Oh, so it has, okay. It has a kind of interesting dynamic to it. Cool. And it's got all this Digimon stuff that like has a big fan of that cartoon. Like I love all of it. So are they the champions? Yes. Okay. Um, then I I also played. I tried out the the beta for Dota Two Reborn. 
How is it? Basically, so I've only I was only messing around with custom game stuff. I heard Strikers is great. So I haven't I didn't pl- I didn't want to play the big ones. I wanted to see what like the garbage that was in there. That was what I was really interested in. Of like course. the super early trash that people Why would in. we be interested in good stuff? No. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah. That was that wasn't anything I was interested in. Like playing like a fucking the early remake of Green T D. Yes. Green T D, baby. Nice. Green TD. Okay. It's sort of like in the T D stuff. They haven't figured out how to lock in a like a you know how Warcraft Three basic we had like a grid so you would know where you're putting stuff. Yep. This doesn't have that. Oh no. So they haven't figured out a way to like line up towers in a way you're like just trying to wing it. Wow. And it's okay. like super annoying to any OCD you might have. So there's that. But okay. It was functional. It's just cool to see this. Like, people starting to make maps, and it's just starting to grow, even if it's, like, super early, and most of the shit is broken. Right. I should look into it. It's, you have to, like, download that whole game again. <laughs> I, well, well, I have to download every game all over yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. But now that I found out I was actually being capped on my download speed because of a program <laughs> that came with my motherboard drivers, now uh-huh. now I'm okay because I took that off. And it went instantly, like, when I was doing it, it actually jumped. I was downloading Arkham Knight the other night, and it was, like, two hours left or something. I'd take that off, instantly just, like, 20 minutes left. <laughs> it's just like, oh, all right. <laughs> I guess it was ri- it was limiting, limiting me to three megabytes per second download for nice. everything. As soon as I took that off, just, like, instant jump up at least 10 megabytes per second instantly and then kept Jeez. climbing. I was like, holy fuck, that was screwing me so bad. <laughs> uh, weird. Yeah. So I can download that again now. Basically, it'll be 20 minutes, probably 15 minutes, maybe. Game's nice. not so big. I mean, how big is that game? Probably 7 gigabytes, maybe? Okay, Arkham Knight to- was 33, I think, gigs. I think that's bigger than WoW is. Yeah, I think but... WoW is only like 31. Sure, but WoW, WoW also, also has <laughs> the worst downloader ever from Blizzard. <laughs> so thanks, Blizzard. You're as bad as Riot. <laughs> They're not that bad. Come on. Come on. Riot's really bad, so Riot's you're Riot's downloader right. is like the worst thing. It's really bad. Oh, I'm going to have to use that again. Fuck. Oh, no! You should open that, like, right now. No, because it might kill any bandwidth I have. No, who am I kidding? It's not going to download for another six hours, even if I have it open. So maybe I should. Um, Uh, So is it worth getting, though, for me? Dota 2 Reborn? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's freaking free. It's worth worth checking out. Okay. At some point, it's going to, the game's going to be that, so. Yeah, okay. But it, it, it is still super early. But. A lot of the stuff is like a lot of the the more polished or like skill shot war stuff, like Pudge Wars, one hook, one kill. I That's saw. great. <laughs> like uh, I think there was, I think I saw a Techies War one where everyone plays Techies. Did you hear Just, that there's script kitties now in fucking Dota two? Great. Like one of the ones that people were talking about recently was. Uh, people using like a 
instant use item script mm-hmm. basically so there's these videos and gifs online of a dude playing storm spirit and just like instantly fucking orchiding somebody off screen and the minute they like blink in they're already silenced like <laughs> stuff that is actually impossible wow yeah it's great yeah so i don't think i'm gonna be playing that game normally again ever now until they get that fixed because that shit's really bad and stuff like Daisy and stuff to the point where i don't want to play that game if they mm-hmm. don't fix that in dota that's going to be unplayable mm-hmm. that will actually be unplayable yeah so mm-hmm. hopefully they nip it before it becomes a widespread epidemic but yeah script kitties have made their way into dota great Yep. Well, all my interest in Dota is in broken garbage that no one takes seriously anyway, so so maybe you'll be um, fine. So I should be fine. Cool. Uh we played a bunch. We played some more duck game. Yeah. I don't know that there's we we did that whole indie talks thing, so. Yeah, that I don't was know how much fun. More we have to talk about duck game other than duck game's great. It's a great game. Even better, the developer is a great dude. He's a really great dude. Because I really, really hate when you talk to a developer of a game that's good and they're a piece of shit, and then you're just like, I don't know if I should play this anymore. <laughs> but no, he's a great, like, he's a really cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But of course he is. Got... He's Canadian. Oh, yeah. Sure. Right. 17% more empathy, as everyone knows. Plus or minus three. Yep. Yep. All on facts. Yeah, that is the math the equation i guess <laughs> for canadians but um no yeah that was really great if you missed it you can go check that out it's up it was up like an hour after we did it because yeah since my drive died i had no games to play so i figured i would do that <laughs> <sighs> anyway and the only other video game i've been playing is pokemon alpha sapphire because that game, when it first came out, came out at a time when there were a ton of other shit to play. So I barely touched it when it came out. So now I've been using it as a times filler when ads are playing when I'm watching Sailor Moon. Nice. Because I've been watching a lot of Sailor Moon. You've been watching a lot of Sailor Moon. You've been yes. really getting into that rabbit. Yes. Rabbit's been... really good. It's a good. It's a good show. I like it. Yeah, I like the horror episodes in particular. They they have tended to be my favorite, except for that one that was where they went to a haunted house that had nothing to do with the plot at all. It was the only episode I think where the villain wasn't even the Dark Kingdom. It was just this dude wanted to summon a ghost, and he was a shitty dad and like tortured his kid. <laughs> there was a Frankenstein monster, a werewolf, and a vampire and they weren't explained at all and it wasn't clear if they were actors or if they really were those monsters because the wolfman was totally on the wolf howling at the moon yeah it was a thing he did it okay. was weird the vampire changed the light bulb cool <laughs> <laughs> what i really like about the original sailor moon is uh like in the art style and stuff everything seemed more creative and mm-hmm. like more colors popped and stuff like that. Like I noticed one of the things watching that with you again on rab.it. And then yeah. from when I was going through crystal is that crystal just looks better. Like it is the HDified version. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just crisp, clean looking and everything. 
Yeah. But it looks very toned down in the imagination, and especially, like, even in the color front. Like, the opening shot of where it would show, like, Queen Beryl's fucking fortress and stuff like that, there's, like, purples and reds and greens and blue. Like, it looks really cool. Yeah. And in, like, Crystal, it's just, like, a dark room, basically. Mm-hmm. Just, it's, yeah, there was, it was in born of a time where like there was a lot of really great anime coming out so they had to kind of keep up with like imagination <laughs> and not just trying to yeah, look I mean, really great it's just like most of the director like a lot of the directors who worked on it went on to have to make really other great shows of their own like they were just creative really talented creative people mm-hmm. whereas crystal seems like it's just being done by workmanship <laughs> yeah it is. It, that's exactly it. So it's fun to revisit those every now and then. The only thing I do like about Crystal more is I like just them getting through stuff way more efficiently. So my my big thing, though, is the parts of Sailor Moon that interest me the least is the plot. For, I really yeah, prefer the, the kind of filler stuff that they're making that the like the, this show in particular made up. Yeah, like it's just stuff that wasn't from the manga, isn't going to be in any other version. But I just this, like all the Sailor Scouts being stuff. there. I hate mm-hmm. waiting like sixty episodes for all of them to be together. Yeah, and then after that, like if Crystal just like did three episodes where everybody meets and then did some crazy shit, that would be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they I will, don't. Oh, also, like the thing that really sets the uh, the ninety two version apart is that the directors were clearly heavily influenced by like tokusatsu stuff like power rangers kind of stuff mm-hmm. there's just so much influence from that kind of stuff that sticks out in that version that wasn't that's not in the manga the manga is more straight shoujo type stuff whereas this their monster of the week stuff is great and they have a lot of fun creating ridiculous stupid monster designs yeah, no, yeah that's very true very true also the best episode was about luna and there was this fat cat who was saving her from a gang of feral cats that all had super sharp teeth. And he threw a, like a fish skeleton at the ground like Tuxedo Mask throws a rose. And the Tuxedo Mask played for him. Yeah. But he was like this giant fat turquoise cat. I remember that. Holy shit. You're that right. episode is fucking incredible. And it was directed by Ikuhara. Nice. It's also like... Like, that episode is all about making fun of how much Tuxedo Mask sucks. Like, that is the secret plot behind that episode. I really <laughs> When he him. shows up at the end, Zoe Slight, like, grabs the crystal. Like, the rose slices his wrist. And he goes, ow! And falls down. Then Tuxedo Mask slides down, grabs the crystal. He's like, I'm out, bitches! And just runs away. <laughs> Zoe Slight running after him, and then you just never see them again. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I hate that character, man. Yes, I also I appreciate Ikuhara's episodes because he clearly did not like Tuxedo Mask, and he goes out of his way to like create stuff in the plot to show how much he sucks. <laughs> he does. He's yes. the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, he's one of the worst. That episode also has a great scene of Amy, Yusagi, and uh, Makoto trying to use their powers when they're all crammed into like an alleyway. And like Jupiter's about to use her thunder powers. They're like, you, you're gonna kill all of us. <laughs> That's like great. trying to do their poses, but they're all like crammed in and can barely move. That's a great piece of animation. 
That's pretty great. Anyway, yep. Sailor Moon continues to be a thing. Yep. Let's move over to movies, because I saw movies. Jurassic World finally, and I haven't given any, like, online thoughts about it, really. Mm. That is a movie with dinosaurs in it. Yep. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Like, I don't really know what to say about it. It had some good stuff in it. It had some really dumb stuff in it. But for the most part, I think people overlook most of what that movie does dumb for, like, the end. Because <laughs> the end is pretty great. Yep. The end is pretty great. Before that, it's pretty stupid. Yep. It is. But that end fight scene, though. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little disappointed uh -huh. that, like, the T-Rex himself doesn't just win. Uh -huh. She doesn't just win, but I kind of like it was kind of like all of like the original dinosaurs <laughs> like work uh -huh. together to f kill a monster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. When like the last moment reminds me of uh, like Samuel Jackson in uh, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It's like you kind of <laughs> knew it was gonna happen though. Well, I mean, I knew it was going to happen to Deep Blue Sea when it was building up to it, but it still made it, it was still amazing when it happened. Sure, yeah. Oh my god, they're going to kill it this way, aren't they? Aren't they? Oh my god, they did it. I have to say, though, like, I usually hate child actors. The young, yeah. the young child actor in this mm -hmm. is, like, one of the least annoying personalities <laughs> in the movie. His brother is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. But I mean, all teenagers are, yep. so I I guess it fits the bill. What did you think about like the main? I don't get why they sent like I know why story wise they sent their kids to like a fucking theme park with dinosaurs. Uh huh. I don't know why they didn't just go like why it wasn't They're getting like a... divorced. I know, but it's that's like just stupid. Sending them away while they get divorced. It's so fucking stupid. Like it's that's the most contrived. irresponsible thing first of all and then she just like starts she just break down as it cries at that one let's just like Look. so how are the kids oh actually i got really busy oh my god i thought you two were gonna like love each other it's like what Look, fuck off movie is kind of sexist it's kind of stereotypical it's, it's women characters it just is a thing about it it has like old style sensibilities she wears like, her high heels God. too much yeah. In situations where it doesn't yep. make sense. <laughs> Running away from a T-Rex in high heels. That, That's totally... Uh, yeah, that's a thing. That, th yeah, that was really fucking stupid. I don't know. It Like, it does have some of those sensibilities, but... But, I mean, I'm there wasn't... for dinosaurs. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Gave me dinosaurs. The raptors were pretty it, cool. I wish, like, 30 minutes were cut out of that movie of bullshit, but... The raptors were pretty cool. Yep. The whole Blue. like the big tw the big twist or something is like oh there's raptor blood in it or what it's like of course there is it moves <laughs> like a fucking rap like what are you talking about? <laughs> it's fucking Jurassic Park. Of course it's a fucking raptor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that new dinosaur sucks. That monster. I didn't like it at all. Fair so, enough. but. 
I I mean, like you're not supposed to. It is the antagonist. <laughs> it really reminds me of the Spinosaurus from Jurassic Park three. Yeah, like it's really not that different. The from Spinosaurus it. sucked too, though. Exactly, exactly. But at least they didn't have this monster snap the T Rex's neck when they fought. <laughs> Like instantly killing it, which is how that went down in, Jur- in Jurassic Park three. Yeah, which was terrible. Yeah, that was it's a like sh- look at our new dinosaur. It's so badass. It just snaps the T Rex's neck. Fuck you. Yeah, that upping the ante. Yeah, no, that was really stupid. But this dinosaur still does stuff that is just like it's killing for sports. Like, shut up. <laughs> Like, I don't... Just shut up. Just fucking go find it and kill it. Why is everybody still on this island? Get them off. Like, they're... Okay, so... It was so irritating. Where it's just like, it broke free. Okay, well, we're totally fine. We're not going to say anything about this. Instead, I am going to go fight it in a helicopter. Like, you are the (laughs) owner of this fucking thing. You are the worst millionaire ever. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's an idiot. He was a giant idiot. Um, I'm trying to think of like some other specific parts that kind of got under my skin. Like any time that fucking teenager was like trying to look cool or something by staring at the girls, <laughs> it was fucking weird. I like that his brother at least pointed it out. To yeah, him once. the <laughs> thing is, like a lot of the stuff I hate that happens in this movie was yeah. kind of dulled because there was a character to point out how fucking stupid and contrived it is. Like, that's not an excuse. Like, it why isn't. were you wasting your time? But it, it makes it... The movie isn't hateful towards its audience in the way that the other Jurassic Park sequels were. Yeah. Like, the other Jurassic Park sequels, it just shows, like, how hard they had to work to make them as unlikable as they were. Yeah. Because... Really forgiving of a lot if you give me dinosaurs. Sure. Give a lot. Yeah, no, exactly. I think one of the things that, that was pissing me off was this whole, like, we made this because people don't care about dinosaurs anymore, so we had to, like, up the ante. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that is a stupid reason, and what made me mad about it wasn't because it was a stupid reason in a dumb movie. It's mm-hmm. because that is so true to life at what would actually happen that it was irritating at like just how people's psychology works and marketing works. Yes. No, I feel like that was in the movie because some executive, when trying to get this movie was made, was like, well, how are we going to have the ante? People don't care about dinosaurs anymore. Yeah, no, totally. And it's just like, and <laughs> you could tell the, the actual writers of this were just like, what are you talking about? Because there are <laughs> two different instances where people say like, there, yeah. there's fucking dinosaurs. That's like the ante. That's how big yeah. it gets. Yeah. Like, and that weird meta commentary stuff though is just it's too prevalent in these, uh, like aging franchise movies. And stuff. it's too right, and it's annoying. It's, yeah. It's like don't remind me about how shitty the real world is. God damn it! I don't. I know. Fuck you. Because. Like, this is what annoys me, is that if not for that whole dumb idea that dinosaurs aren't enough, Mm -hmm. that whole movie would have been what I actually want, and that's basically just like a virtual tour of a dinosaur theme park, Mm -hmm. which is what I want to do. I just want to hang out in a virtual, like, dinosaur theme park, basically, where there's, like, actual dinosaurs, and they're, like, nothing bad happens. 
That's what I want, but instead they have to give me a movie with people dying yep. somehow. So this is how they do it, by being realistic, and that's what annoyed me. <laughs> uh, that movie's fine, though. It has yeah. dinosaurs. Nope. I don't... I, that's not one I would see twice in theaters. There's no, no way. No way in no. hell. No. I will watch it again probably when it comes out on Netflix or video or whatever our equivalent is. YouTube. Wherever mm. they throw it. I might watch that end sequence again. I don't know if I'd watch that whole movie again. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I was like really bored on like a Sunday or something. It was like watching it with my dad or something. Chris Pratt cannot play any part that isn't just like a Parks and Rec character for me now. So he, I didn't take him seriously at all. Mm, fair enough. He was Burt Macklin, Dinosaur Hunter. <laughs> Whatever, I was fine with his character. I can't see him as... he's. For me, he typecast himself by doing ten or nine seasons of a, a character <laughs> before mm-hmm. seeing him try to do serious stuff. So, he's broken for me. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is the female character. <laughs> I don't know. There's no chemistry between them, really, and they kind nope. of try to force one. <laughs> uh, Random- the chemistry is they... Want to have sex? I guess. Is it, though? (laughs) (laughs) Because that doesn't come about until the end, basically. Yeah, no. No, they they argue with each other. That means they want to bone. You understand movies? Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because that's how real life works. No, that's how fiction from the 50s works, which is what this this movie is working from. I wish it was fiction from the 50s, because at (laughs) least back in the day, they made serials fun and entertaining, Like, and that's all they were, which is why Mm. Indiana Jones movies are still great, because they have so much love for that type of thing, Mm -hmm. whereas like, I feel the people who are making Jurassic Park have a little bit of love for some of that stuff, but they kind of lost it all to try to make, like, a movie with dinosaurs. It's like, no, dinosaurs are the movie. You don't have to put, like, a thing in there. Just make it, like, entertaining. Just do it all with... Just do the ending, what you did with the ending, the whole time. Yeah. And not with pterodactyls that basically just look like giant crows. The pterodactyls thing was another one of them redoing a plot point from Jurassic Park 3. So dumb. (laughs) Where they also were broken out of an aviary. I don't. I yep. don't get why how they took so many plot points from three. I don't understand. Yep. The coolest thing that world did was have. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. The like the giant underwater dinosaur. Megalodon. It wasn't a megalodon. Isn't it? Okay. No. I can't remember what it was. They said it sometime in the movie, but nobody paid attention because <laughs> they were just interested in what was happening. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a SeaWorld reference, I guess. Fucking Christ, what the hell is that dinosaur? It's like a Mosaur, Momasaur, something stupid. Mm. Anyways, that's the coolest thing that movie did. Also, we never talked about Vincent D'Onofrio's hilarious villain, who is the villainiest villain. 
Can these raptors go on the battlefield? It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're the dumbest character. Uh, there's been three movies that are dumber. Like, there's been some dumb shit in three movies now. You are the dumbest. <laughs> Gotta get these raptors on the battlefield, man. You are stupider. You have to ways to fight warfare with dinosaurs. Like, you are stupider than dinosaurs in New York City. He's like... <laughs> He's like the, uh, it's like he came out of one of the Aliens movies. It's like one of weaponized xenomorphs, but with raptors. It, like, yeah, that character is fucking terrible. (laughs) It's not really funny how bad he was. Of course D'Onofrio would be, like, the perfect shit-eating grin person to make that (laughs) work somehow, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it was like what? I'm still trying to find what the fuck the name of that thing was, but I don't know. There's there <laughs> there were some fun callbacks and stuff to the, the I really like when the raptor the hologram <laughs> of the Dilophosaurus coming up and the raptor is just like eyeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, I just thought that part was genius. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, tries to bite it. It's so dumb. <laughs> There's stupid shit going on in there. That part where they're, like, at the uh, the actual old setup for Jurassic Park, I thought that went on a little too long. Evolution's right. It's the Mosasaurus or Mosasaurus. whatever. Mosasaurus, yeah. But where they're, like, actually at the place where Jurassic Park was and, like, looking at the walls and stuff. Like, that was, it was a little too much. A little too on the nose, but... It yeah. took too long. I'm like, come on, get this show on the road. And come I mean, on. the best thing about the T-Rex is that, like, it shows the scars. It's just like, oh, shit, that's the original. Yeah. That was cool. Yep. And just that roar sounds really good in the theater. It just <laughs> sounds really good. And then it ends with the T-Rex going to the highest point. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he go up there? Because he's a, the she's the man. She's it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. But that is what I want. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I don't know why they tried to do some self-serious militarization of raptors or, <laughs> like... Because they... that's also really stupid. Oh, also, this fucking, like, indoma, or the abdomarex or whatever. Mm. <laughs> whatever the fuck they were calling it. It's just like, yeah, it can basically go invisible. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Cuttlefish, man. Cuttlefish. I know. Like, I know that they explained it away, but it's the <laughs> dumbest shit. It is so fucking stupid. Also, velociraptors aren't that big. <laughs> they just aren't, like, sorry people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are basically like wiener dogs. <laughs> that would be great, wiener dog velociraptors. Anyway. Jurassic Park lied to you. So yeah. now they have to carry on the lies that they perpetrated in their movie franchise. I mean, yeah. Like, I really do want, like, when this movie was announced, my my initial thing was, I want a movie where they make dinosaurs, a dinosaur movie that's, like, accurate to modern day science. Like, why are we going back to 90s understanding of dinosaurs, goddammit? We've learned a lot. Yeah. There is our, our new Jurassic Park that is, like, up to our current knowledge of dinosaurs. Like I, 
I always just kind of chalked it up to the reason why they look off is because they have to split the genes with other stuff. Yeah. And like genetic I mean, it's engineering because problems. they're married to that first movie. It's not. Yeah, it is. But like, if you wanted a yes. in-world explanation, as no, then there's of... a line according to that, like a throwaway line at some point. Is there? Yeah, the scientist guy. We always gave you what you wanted, not the reality. That dude needs to fuck off. That dude was the worst. Yep. What the fuck? They made him such a cartoon villain. <laughs> Like, I will make the greatest fake dinosaur and it will kill everyone. Because I'm like, we're talking about the Asian dude, right? Yes. Okay. So he had the perfect role in one where he said like two lines and looked smart because Asian. Yeah. He he is not an actor. Don't put him in movies (laughs) because he's really bad when he's trying to act. Like, really bad. I'm also annoyed that he got away so they could like sequel bait. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Dude sucks. Yeah, he does. Speaking of sucks, you saw Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis! Now, is this the Jurassic World of the Terminator universe? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Except, um, yeah, pretty much. Like, that's that's just pretty... It's It's so feels like a remix of... Terminator of the previous of like all the Terminator tropes you know just delivered into a different movie like it brings this brings even less to the table as its own thing though so it's like it doesn't even have like that cool like this kind of this dinosaur fight is just awesome like it doesn't even give you that that sounds kind of dumb it's pretty bad Um, like Arnold is in it and he's just sort of there as comic relief for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like the movie isn't super annoying. It's similar in that it's not super annoying. It's not like it compared to Terminator three, where I think the characters are really annoying. It doesn't have that. Like they're capable of fighting and stuff. Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese are both trained at this, in, the, in this movie. So they can at least like fight and take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. There's no useless character, but it just doesn't ever, you never really care. The action isn't that great. It's all CG stuff. It's not showing you anything new. It's really just repeating stuff you've seen in other Terminator movies for the most part. But not even in a fun way? In a, like a mediocre way. Like It's just okay. If, if you were watching it on Netflix and some or like on some Sunday where you were really bored, you wouldn't hate yourself, but I can't recommend it beyond that. Sure. I think it's I don't hate it as much as I hated three. But okay. three has some points over this. Like three has some actual action of destroying parts of LA that at least looks cool. And there's a scene where uh Arnold throws the evil Terminator into a toilet in that movie, so it gets automatic bonus points. Sure. Yeah. But uh Yeah, this I think was Black yeah, I, I do I actually like Terminator 4 more than this movie. I didn't mind Terminator 4 very much. Terminator 4 is, Terminator 4 is fine. And I, what I liked about Terminator 4 Salvation was uh, that it was different from the other Terminator movies. Like, it wasn't just literally the mm-hmm. same movie again, the way 3 and this kind of are. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't, don't go see Terminator Genesis in the theaters. It, okay. it has nothing to offer you in the theater. I'm not going to. 
Don't worry about me. I'm good. <laughs> I was speaking to anyone listening. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. and I wrote up a review of it on uh, Burning Barrel, if you want to read some more of my thoughts. You did, I, and before there. it came out worldwide, kind of. Yeah, I saw it on, like, a Tuesday. Because I was at the mall, and I was like, oh, I should see a movie. Oh, Terminator Genesis is out already? What? Oh, okay. I'll see this. Didn't it come out that Friday? It, I... It was wherever the mall I was at, which had, like, two showings. It must have come out fully on the Wednesday, and it had, like, its pre-showings on Tuesday. Oh, I see. Weird. Okay. Cool. I think that's it. For the most part, yep. anyway. Yep. I wrote down here for anybody that cares, Zero Escape 3 has entered production. Boom. <laughs> Damn, now no one has to complain about that anymore. No, they'll they'll find something. Zero Escape Three ends on another cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Save Zero Escape Four, Kickstarter. <laughs> right so, now. No, this is what we were saying. We don't want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they, I could see it. Honestly, I could definitely see it. Can easily see it. I hate that Kickstarter bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, I think we'll. This is kind of a short one, but I think we'll cut it now. I have uh, some D&D talks to do, mm. apparently, which you can be a part of, I'm sure, if you want cool. to join in. Sure. All right, so I don't really know what days we're going to be doing these anymore. Like, we didn't do it yesterday because it was Independence Day for you Americans, and it was just kind of a busy weekend in general yeah. for some people. Like the, uh, and the point of doing it on the weekends is to get more people here when we're doing it. So doing it on the 4th of July doesn't, didn't make any sense. Didn't really make any <laughs> sense. Um, I don't think we're going to be doing it Monday nights anymore. Mm -hmm. Because that is a really late time. Like right after work sort of thing. So, yeah. But uh, like it's nice that we have that to fall back on if like we're gone for the week. One of us is gone for the weekend or something like that. We could do it a Monday or Tuesday night to make sure it's done for the week. Yeah, it's a good fallback. I don't know if it's a good day to just schedule as the regular necessarily. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe if you have any suggestions or something, I think we're thinking Saturday probably though. Right? Saturday seems like it makes the most sense because you have your thing with John on Friday. Yeah, it's just Saturday. Just seems like it makes. And Sunday's makes the most D and D sense. days. Yeah. So like every second week we would have to go late Sunday anyway, which would defeat the purpose. Yep. So I think it'll probably be Saturdays at normal times. Yeah. Normal then, times being probably around five year time maybe, or like six or, or seven. Or six or seven something. Yeah. Something. Like your time Eastern. So like yeah, that's yeah, still yeah. early for me. Uh huh. So yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya.